You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 118, recorded July 4th, 2021. Happy Independence Day, everybody who's in the U.S. And yay! Happy July for everybody who isn't. <laughs> uh, the topic for this episode is Season of the Splicer, Future War Cult Weapons. Uh, I'm going to be your host for this episode. I'm Elamist. Hi, I'm Orchid. And we've got some podcast info here. Uh, we encourage feedback. That can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore, at Hey It's Orchid, or at I underscore am underscore Elamist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. And you know what? If you leave us a review, let us know. And you can do that by jumping on our Discord. The actual invite is down in the episode description. Uh, you can also find our info on thelordnetwork.com, alongside many impressive lore content creators. We're still there. I don't think that's going to change. No, I'll just keep putting us back. Yeah. Site admin privileges. Abuse those privileges. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> um, so this. You know me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. So this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle, Vault of Glass Master difficulties coming. And that's going to bring time lost weapons, which are essentially raid adept weapons. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I bet you're really excited about that. I am. Uh, like I've, Something new to chase. It, well, like, I've gotten my Titan up to 1039, 1040. Mm -hmm. um, like, I'm, I'm trying to get that last. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I knew what you meant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten them up to 1339, 1340. Uh, I, like I'm still chasing that last plus one, because it's like two million experience points to actually get it. That oh last freaking level, um. But I'm I'm almost there. I think I have like one point one million left. Oh my gosh! Right. Uh, and the reason I bring that up is because the actual master difficulty is going to be at thirteen fifty. And power level actually matters. <laughs> um, like, you're not going to be capped because of contest or anything. There's going to be, from what I read, there's going to be a few extra champions. But we don't know what champions or where. Nope. And, uh, yeah, like, I'm really excited to go for a time-lost Vision of Confluence. Or a time-lost fate bringer. That'll be pretty great. Oh, yeah. Mm. And there's also a, a cool ship to chase for one of the Triumphs. This ship is so cool. I want this ship. I'll never get it, but the ship is cool. So for people who do the raid, the ship is neat. I look forward to seeing it in orbit. 
don't worry, I'll show it to you. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I got you. Uh, okay, thanks. <laughs> Let me see it fly in and out of the tower, at least. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it means that you guys can complete your seals now. Yeah. Uh, we're still yeah. a little time-gated, but that's just because we're waiting on weekly challenges to come up. But Right. Because the actual closer. It, right, because the actual like triumph that we're still trying to finish is complete all encounter challenges in master difficulty. So this coming week, which I mean technically we are already in because this episode drops halfway through the week, um, is gatekeeper challenge. Don't know what that is yet, but I'll find out soon enough. Um. And then it's going to be Atheon after that, and then it's just going to rotate back to the beginning. But I'm excited. It's it's going to be fun. It does look like um, the weekly reward lockouts um, are shared between both normal and master difficulties, though. So you don't have to wonder if the master ones are different than the normal ones. So it's going to be the same. Yeah. So whatever spreadsheet you have that tracks the normal ones are going to be the same for the master ones. So you don't have to have some like weird, complicated spreadsheet nonsense going on. It's just going to be the same list that you have. And so that's good. And that actually kind of annoys whoever me. Whoever your list keeper is. Not because. Oh, not, no. No, no, no. So not because the loot is the same. It annoys me mm -hmm. because if you run normal before you run master, you get nothing in that master oh. run. That's true. So there's almost no reason to run normal unless you're helping somebody out. And even then, do it on a character that you've already run master. Right. So you have to do your master difficulty first before you do your normal yes. run. I see. So do your normal runs on the character that you don't care about. My warlock. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Right, yeah. I forgot that you don't care about your warlock. Yeah, it makes sense. I would do it on my Titan, the one that I don't care about. Yeah, it's cool. Right. Uh huh. Uh, and so with Solstice having come out, um, mm hmm, we have the EAZ. Yeah, we that's have really a neat. Um, there's a new shotgun coming out. Yep, very shiny. I don't know what it does, but it looks like it is, um, it doesn't look like a kinetic shotgun. Like, we're, this is all guesswork because we're recording this before it comes out. So everything, all of this is moot because this drops after it starts, so. <laughs> like, this is going to be speculation on our part and all of our listeners are going to be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're idiots, like. Obviously, it does. Obviously, it's called the gobbledygook shotgun, and it does. It fires, you know, like missiles of love, and you know, it's a <laughs> it changes based on like whatever your missiles of love. Yeah, shut up. And it's a. It has you know, you you slide, and it does shit, and I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a, it looks like a cool shotgun. I want it. It does look. You know, nice. I like shotguns because I'm I'm some sort of shotgun ape. So <laughs> whenever there's a shotgun, I just I want it. <laughs> so. Ape together, strong. 
Yes. <laughs> um, it it does look nice. You know, it's... for Warlock, I I'm in the wrong class for the way I play this game. <laughs> well, no, like you've got Blink. Blink shotgunning is a thing. That's true. Um, that is how I played D one. So. But yeah, so um, this this shotgun, um, I don't even know if we have an actual name for it yet. We don't. It just looks shiny. Yeah, like that's all we know. All the Bungie website says is there's a new legendary shotgun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks and ornate. It has solstice stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it looks ornate. It's got solstice iconography on it. Um, certain bits of it look like. It's got the same star effect as like the Cosmos shell, the season two Cosmos shell, not the one that just came out, the K Cosmos. Shell. Yeah. Um. So like it, it's going to be interesting to see what that that actually entails. Right. Um. The new armor is really pretty. Oh, that Titan. That Titan looks um, sexy. Although, honestly, like, al- I'm, although, like, I'm super not into the Hunter armor. I'm sorry, Hunter armor. I'm very much into all of the other armor, though. Sorry. I think part of that is because we don't see the back of it. and for- We can see it, like, in the picture. Well, like, you can... Am I looking like at the wrong the picture? No, I can see it in the twab. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at their behinds right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very smexy. I'm not, I'm not, I don't like the hunter armor. Yeah. Sorry, hunters. Either way. You guys got poopy armor this time around. Either way, that titan looks sexy. Um, the titan armor, I think, is the best armor. Yeah. The only thing that I'm, I'm noting Warlock is... Warlock armor is really pretty. Like, the only thing that I'm really noting is that it looks like it's on a female figure. Because it's mm-hmm. slim. Yeah. So I'm wondering how that's actually going to translate over to a male titan. Yeah. We'll see. But it's really pretty. Yeah. It's really, really pretty. Um, But I mean, like, the Solstice armor is honestly usually pretty. Like, very rarely is it not pretty. So I'm looking forward to it this time around. And um, I do have to mention um, uh, the universal ornaments for the previous Solstice of Heroes armor sets from 2018 to 2019 are coming with the new update next Tuesday. So as in the Tuesday before this dropped? The Tuesday before this, yeah. So, mm-hmm. go get your old universal so the ornaments. the Solstice of Hero, mm-hmm. they fixed it. So you can now get your old shinies. Hell yep. yeah. Mhm. So um so D or so DMG or um posted the patch notes article going live next Tuesday. They created universal ornaments for previous Solstice of Heroes armor set. So it was supposed to be a surprise coming out with the Solstice stuff and it was coming out for um for Bungie Day. Um the ornaments will be available for players who obtained glows for that armor piece in 2018 and or 2019. 
They'll be unlocked for all three classes, and their glow color will change, matching the player subclass. That's cool. And uh, note, with limited development time, the team was able to get these ornaments together for players who owned the glows in previous years. They may return for new players to purchase with silver or bright dust in the future, but not this year. So if you owned them like I did... Um, and me. Uh, Elmas, I think you owned them as well. Yep. Um, so we will have them. But if you didn't own them... Um, sorry, new light players, but uh, you're shit out of luck. But for those of us who owned them... Um, we will have them. So I'm really happy because <laughs> I really liked them a lot. Yeah. It, like, oh, some of the they previous, went out of their way to do that. Some of the previous year ones were just amazing. Like they looked really clean, really nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm all right with this. Yeah. Uh, along with Solstice came a sandbox update. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is this is my jam here. It's the sandbox update. That's why I'm not um, saying anything. So this is <laughs> Oh, thanks. Thanks. So this is a mid-season sandbox update. Um so Chris Proctor, um, good Australian lad, um was uh put out the sandbox update. Um this is not a usual update, and they specifically said that um, this was not a usual thing that they were going to do, that uh, we are not to expect this in the future, um, but they thought this was important to do now. Um, Didn't they say that about the last sandbox update we got? Yeah. Like with Stasis? Uh-huh, but this was part of this was part of it. Okay. So, the team has been working to prepare a mid-season sandbox pass much larger than the ones we've shipped in the past. So, over the past few months, they've been working on this. Um, this was to go with the, the stasis one. Gotcha. It says, normally we wouldn't make large changes in a mid-season patch, but with a handful of weapons sucking all the air out of the room, we decided to bring some changes originally planned for season 15 into next week's update. So this was from a bunch of people bitching about shotguns and everything else. And so they were like, oh, we'll just nerf them now. It's cool. Um, so a lot of things that they're changing now. Um, they do have guns that they... It was nice that they brought some... They, How can I say it? They've, they've actually... It was nice that he did mention some things like he did in previous articles or patches that they've spoken about before um that they have specific roles for each weapon um that they um would like those weapons to fit in like sniper rifles should engage at long range with aiming skill when not already under fire like that should be the role it fits in like Shotguns should engage at point blank range using skill at movement to get close enough for a one or two hit elimination. It shouldn't be like a, hey, I'm going to snipe you with this like fell winters from, you know, like 20 meters back. Like, you know, it shouldn't it shouldn't be like a real feel bad kind of situation. And so they're trying to balance those things out. And that's kind of what this patch is intended to do. Um, 
And so there are some other guns that they mention. They mention fusion rifles several times. And <laughs> I'm just like, guys, can we stop trying to make fusion rifles a thing? Um, yeah. Fusion rifles are really very niche. And um, they are good for very specific things and very few people use them um outside of like the toaster which is a very niche weapon um any idiot can use it like you don't even have to aim it like you can hip fire the toaster like i don't you don't you literally don't have to aim it like it will hit somebody um, like Yoden is pretty much one of the greatest weapons to ever be created. Um, but I mean, do we remember for people who played Destiny uh two at the beginning, you remember Aaron Till, the scourge of Aaron Till. Yeah. And the in the crucible. <laughs> Everyone yeah. used Aaron Till. Do we do we want to go back to that? They're like, why does no one use fusion rifles anymore? And we're like, it's because you got rid of Aaron Till, and we're really happy about it. So can we not go back to that? Thanks. Please? Thank you. It's There's been no good fusion rifles since Aaron Till, which has been a good thing. Well, and, and hell, like, I mean, coming from a PvE standpoint, the last fusion rifle I used was Loaded mm. Question. Mm. And, and Loaded Question is good. Right. And but that was from a PVE standpoint. You know? Yeah. Aside from that, you don't really use fusion rifles in PVE mm -mm. because they just You really don't. Either they don't do what you need or they just don't pack enough power. Null composure is kind of trying to replace loaded question. Um for that ad clear but loaded question was so good with the ad clear right it was so good for it like and like honestly it's just it's really unfortunate i haven't yeah i haven't even used no composure so i don't even know what its perks are it's actually it's pretty you should pick it up it's pretty good like just run around with it for a while and see if you like it um I've been using it in Gambit of all things, which is wait 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 you know. wait 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 back up back up back up you in Gambit yeah I know I know right <laughs> I know I said the G word I played Gambit the other night I'm, I'm like I'm having, my own free will I'm I'm twitching a little bit I know I almost had a I almost had a stroke saying that <laughs> I know um. <laughs> But yeah, so they um so the the top has some really great information um with the special weapons and the roles that they intend for each special weapon to fill because they want each special weapon to have a certain role and they they want each they don't want wiggle room for these special weapons and I disagree with that. I think special weapons like like shotguns like fusion rifles like trace rifles 
which I'm surprised that they have tri- like trace rifles in this list. Like, yes, they're a special weapon, but also they're kind of like an auto rifle. Well, at this you know? at this point, they've made trace rifle mods specifically for. I know. So, like, they are mm-hmm. making that that break away from trace rifles and auto rifles. Hmm. Hmm. I know the, because the problem, it's like the problem is that all trace rifles are exotic at this point. And who's going to want to use an exotic for a trace rifle outside of Divinity? And even then, that's only one person. Well, yeah, you have to have your Divinity bitch. It might as well be right. the person using the well. Because, like, what else are they going to do? Right. Use Anarchy, which we're going to get to that in a second. Um, And then there's your grenade launchers. And it really depends on, like, what grenade launchers you're using. If you're talking about, like, a breech-loaded grenade launcher, if you're talking about, like, you know, like, a heavy grenade launcher. So, it it depends on, like, when they say grenade launchers, there are two different, very different kind of grenade launchers. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't like the fact that they've just put grenade launchers into a very one large specific... They like, generalized and it I know they're to the saying, point that, like, yeah, you can't determine. And I know they what say, they which. yeah, and I know they say special weapons. So they probably mean breech-loaded grenade launchers and not heavy weapon grenade launchers. But there are two different kinds of grenade launchers. So I, mm, but um, they do have a lot of information for shotguns. Um. They talk about, they talk, they've really moved away from like, we want to balance this weapon because of this. And we're seeing that, you know, shotguns are dominating PVP. So we're going to nerf it by this much. And we're moving the the shotgun cone angle from a 4.0 to 4.25 degrees for aggressive frames. And we're reducing damage fall off by two meters and increasing the damage fall off max by two meters. So instead of just giving information like that, they're bringing feelings into it because it feels bad. Bitch, I don't care about your feelings. (laughs) Like, so what if you feel bad in PvP? I, I... Do you how somewhat, do you how much it do you like I somewhat agree with you on that. Rather than looking specifically like, at the data, they are looking at how people feel about it. And that is not necessarily the best thing. That's how we get bad stasis nerfs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're already getting like a really aggressive 120 nerf. And they were like, "Oh, it's because we didn't nerf 120s enough, so we're gonna we're gonna nerf them even more because people aren't using other guns enough." So I don't, I honestly don't know what people are using on console because I play on PC, and 120s on PC are really good, and it's just because our aiming with mouse and keyboard is different than aiming on a controller. Yeah. And I can say that for certain that like aiming with a controller is very different than aiming with mouse and keyboard. It's a lot more difficult. Yeah. 
you have all you your aim assist and the way the bullet actually like bends is a lot different um on a controller than it is like your your bullet magnetism you don't have any with a mouse and keyboard you have very high bullet magnetism on um on a controller so um you're going to be able to use different weapons differently on a controller than you are going to be able to on a mouse and keyboard so other weapons are going to be more viable on a console versus on a mouse and keyboard. So which is why when crossplay comes around, people with a mouse and keyboard um, and you guys on, you know, consoles, if you are going to crossplay with people on PC, are going to be in PC lobbies and not vice versa because we will completely and utterly demolish you all that tells me is i don't cross play pvp no, or it just, gambit. it's not that it's no it's just it's just the it's just the way like the aiming works like that's all it is right it's just it's um it's just it's it's literally just the way the programming works and it's when um brindle and i um got crossplay to work like really jankily in the beginning of the season and i dipped into his lobbies on xbox like i i like lawnmowered everybody in his lobby and i was on pc with a mouse and keyboard in an xbox lobby like it and it was like completely and utterly unintentional like we didn't know that like we didn't know that he wasn't in a PC lobby. We figured it out like halfway through the match. Because like no one had the movement speed that I did. Gotcha. And it, it really wasn't fair to anyone else. And like we pulled out after like a couple of matches because it, it was not fair. Like I felt really bad. But yeah. So anyway. Uh, um, and then they... they discussed future anarchy nerfs as well but they never the anarchy nerfs are going to be interesting they didn't say what they're going to be right um actually um there's some like there's some thought on what that might be um i wonder if it's gonna be like the amount of like ticks like damage ticks is gonna drop off I don't know. Because you know you can sit back and like watch the damage ticks. I wonder if it's gonna yeah. be like the speed of the damage ticks. Or the number um, of damage Or something ticks. like that. Or the no yeah, or the number of damage ticks before you have to like use it again, or the amount of ammo you can carry, or anything like that. Um they have some near future stuff that they're talking about. Uh sleeper simulant is actually going to get a buff. Finally, very excited about that because it didn't get the buff it was supposed to. Dead Man's Tale is actually going to get a nerf. Um, so um, it's going to get a nerf on PC with mouse and keyboard, and it's not going to get a nerf with controller. Um, it, it's the same thing I was talking about, that controller and mouse and keyboard uh, aim differently. And it has all has to do with like cones and um, the way bullet magnetism works. So you're going to have just the different 
it 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 works differently depending on like what you're using. So um it's it's really, really dominant on mouse and keyboard. Um and I can definitely tell you that it, it is very true. Um so yeah, that's gonna get um that's gonna get a, a really nice nerf. Which is too bad because we were talking about that what a month ago, two months ago. That I have a Vorpal weapon one that I can like map somebody with. Yeah. When they're in their golden gun. <laughs> and I do. Um there's some other changes coming. Um, like we said, fusion rifles stop making that a thing. Your breach grenade launchers. Um they are gonna probably get a nerf. Uh scout rifles. I was really surprised that they mentioned that at all. So it looks like they're going to get a buff, finally. Hey, Scout Rifles, I've missed you. I can't wait to play with you again. But didn't they like, say that in... Please come back. They said that specifically for PvE. That. Yeah, I know. I can't wait to play with you again. Hey, Scout Rifles, please come back. I miss you. Like, Randy's was honestly the best Scout Rifle I've ever had. I would like to play with something like Randy's again. How about we just unsunset Randy's? <laughs> we have Randy's throwing knife again. Um, machine guns in PvE, it looks like they are going to buff that. Hey, that's exciting. Like, how about that? Um, it looks like special ammo in PvP is going to be nerfed. I'm pretty great about that. Um, also, exotic primaries. What? Why? We want to give players more reasons to use exotic primary weapons in PvE. Why? And and they're not just saying what, in like PvE. Arbalist? They're saying in high end PvE content. So nightfalls raids. I'm confused. Right. Because like at this point, why would I? Why would you why would I bring that? a vigilance wing into a nightfall? You wouldn't. Right. That's for a vigilance wing is specifically for crucible. But you that is a crucible weapon. But you see my point. Like there's there's no yeah. reason to bring an exotic primary unless it's absolutely good. Like mm -mm. Well, even, Jade even Rabbit good, like, Vigilance Wing specifically are crucible weapons. You would never use that anywhere else. Right. Arbalist even has become a crucible weapon. The only time that it wasn't was in Zero Hour. Because no, like I'm I'm looking Man, at bring back Zero Hour. I'm looking at a lot of <laughs> and they specifically said primary. Not kinetic, right. primary. So that's talking any exotic hand cannon, any exotic bow, any exotic uh sidearm, submachine gun, scout. And, like, a lot of them are lackluster. Yeah. Or they have specific uses in PvP. You know, the only one that I actually truly use outside of any of these is um, Trinity Ghoul. And that's that's for ad control, and that's only because of the Catalyst. I was thinking maybe, like, Huckleberry. Huckleberry got good because they reworked what the catalyst or what its actual perk did. 
Yeah. Because I remember getting Huckleberry and getting the Catalyst, and the two worked against each other at the very beginning, and they reworked I mean, it. I had... Last season, Is It Nagis was common because of the. Um, but Is It Nagis is a special. The sniper rifle. Yeah, but it's still. Yeah. I was just trying to think of like kinetic slot. Right. That's yeah. the problem. It's know. not talking kinetic That's the problem. slot. It's, it's not talking, talking primary yeah. ammo. Primary, yeah. I can't think of anything. Sunshot, um, Hawk Moon, Lion, uh, um, Fighting Lion, Skyburner's Oath. Fighting Lion is so niche. It's such a meme weapon. <laughs> but like a lot of these, you know, it. it there's the so, only like what um the only ones that I truly Monte see, Carlo the only ones that I truly see in in PVE yeah. content or see using mm-hmm. in PVE content are Trinity Ghoul um yeah Risk Runner yeah Hard Light Hard Light yeah yeah I because I you see can that. break shields with it um. But that's about it. Yeah. Because all the other ones are PvP focused or just not good. Like Skyburner's Oath. You know, it, actually, to make Skyburner's Oath really good, take away the, you know, penetrating Cabal shields and just give it anti-barrier. Oh, so, like, give it intrinsic anti-barrier? Yes. If they gave a lot of these exotics like intrinsic anti barrier or intrinsic intrinsic champion, mom, um, you know, perks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have to have you wouldn't have to spend the money or spend the glimmer, um, the mod space. Yeah. To have the mods on, like I honestly think that would be like very very good. And then it would give people reason to actually have the exotics. Well, and especially with the fact then that everybody like, would have an exotic. Especially with the fact that like you could give you know SMG overload. Just run around mm-hmm. with risk risk runner, you know. Oh yeah. Especially since most overloads are either um, fallen or vex. So, like, if you're mm-hmm. fighting Fallen, that is going to be your go-to weapon because you get hit by something and then, boom, you've got Risk Runner going. And if it stops Overload champ, you know, Captains, then, you know, it, like, I, I, I think that would be a way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's just, in its current state, I don't see a lot of these primaries being very good there are a small yeah. handful that i keep going back to and i'm like okay this is fun to use but i don't use it a whole lot because it's not for right. end game content yeah so that's what they're they're going to be looking into uh, well that sucks yeah but it's i i think it's well, needed yeah It'll be um it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Definitely. 
uh, in the future because um, I'm always looking forward whenever they have new updates and they have and they're starting to talk about weapons changes. You know, you know me, I always get really excited because I like to see, um, especially at least for me in Crucible, because I'm such a Crucible rat. I love to see the sandbox get shaken up because it gives for me, I get I don't get really in a rut. But I get really comfortable with the weapons that I use. Um, so I like kind of being pushed outside of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, and given the chance to use weapons that I've kind of forgotten about. Um, because then it gives me a chance to get better with weapons that I've not used for a while. So whenever they change sandboxes and they start talking about like new changes for the future, especially like for this, for like new changes for nightfalls for you, you know, it'll be new weapons for you to use. Yeah. Or new changes for you. So it's same thing. Same but different. Well, and, and they're also going to be we'll shaking. see what this means. They're also going to be shaking up the sandbox even further because they're adjusting mm -hmm. the special ammo economy. Uh, in PvP, yeah. you know they're trying to reduce the well, amount for... of special ammo floating around to a degree. Me as a as a double primary person <laughs> sucks to be all this like like primary secondary person. <laughs> uh, I've not been running a shotgun for a little while because. Um, I've been trying to get out of the habit of like shotgunning people in the face, but yeah, it's been interesting. Not just like slide shotgunning people. Oh, I bet. It's been rough. It's been rough. <laughs> I bet. And it's been much less toxic. <laughs> and like, that's how I tend to play. I tend to go yeah. double primary because I primarily only use like one weapon at a time. And why am I going to use a special weapon and drop special ammo? Yeah. So, but. Um, <sighs> well, do we want to, let's see. I think that's about it. It was, this was a really long TWAB this week. A lot of the TWABs have been like really short. And then this one was just like, wah. Yeah. We didn't even talk about like Coria. Because <laughs> that happened. Yeah. So so keep it short and simple. Um what did you think of of the query mission? Um I only did it once because I had a seizure in the middle of it. Oh. So I can't do it again. Um but I I thought the mechanics were good. I liked how they brought all of the um everything that we've done through the whole season into that mission. I thought that was really neat. Um I thought the the final kind of boss battle was kind of eh. I don't I mean this was exactly what I expected from it. So I wasn't disappointed, you know? I, I agree with that. Um, this was what I, I expected. This was exactly what I expected. Right. Like, this is... Because it was all leading up to this. Right. If that makes sense. 
Like this is this is a bungee style. This is what I expected because they've been building on everything we've learned over the entire season. And Bungie has been really good about like, oh, you learned this, now do this. You learned this, now do this. And they've been good about that. It honestly that's in this entire season. That's how they design their raids. Yeah. Every encounter builds yeah. off of information you gained mm-hmm. from the last encounter. Yeah, and so because their raids have been built like that, this has been built like that as well. And so because everything we've done, they had little pieces of every other expunge in it, you know? Yeah. So I think um, I think this was, I think it was good. I mean, I don't have any complaints about it, except that, like, I can't do it again. <laughs> it, the, the only complaint that I have is... I I saw them using Quiria this way, and I was hoping that it wouldn't have gone this way, but I expected right. it. Because like I expected it from a story standpoint, I expected it, and I was just kind of like, right. Ugh. right. From a story perspective, I expected it because you know it, it is the source of the endless night. I was hoping against it because this character has been built up over the last what four years, five. Yeah. Ever since the Taken King. Mm-hmm. And it feels kind of like a waste to use it on a seasonal content. I mean, I expected it to be used for the Dreaming City. Well, and, and that's how I expected it to be used because of like, if it's the Dreaming Mind, I expected it to be used in the Dreaming City. Right. Not like this. I feel like it could have been better spent elsewhere. And and, and and I think that's where I was coming from as well. You know, it, this character has been built up for for X number of years. You know, it was involved in the Dreaming City. It It's the source of all the taken for, you know, her. Right. With that being said, like, now that Quiria is, you know, quote unquote dead... I don't think she's done. Right. Like, that's the thing that I'm, I'm it wondering. It was too easy. It was too easy. Yeah, it was too easy. And it was too big of a resource for for the Witch Queen. So, like, right. I'm wondering what the next step is. Well, as of the recording of this, the, the Endless Night isn't gone. Um, the season isn't over. Um, we still have several weeks left. It, we still have almost oh. two months left. Yeah, it's not done yet. And and that's so I can't part of the problem is that there's yeah. still so much season left, there's... but we're already at the end of the story, and we're like, okay, what now? We are, but we aren't because we're only at week nine. We still have one more week left of story. Like, this isn't technically the last week of story. There are no further right. quests. The only thing... As that... far as we know. Oh, like, there's nothing in the Triumphs. So, like, they would I have mean, to add it in. I mean, they couldn't add something later. Yeah, but would they have two months to add stuff in. They could add it in later. Well, so... 
the only I wouldn't I mean they have a patch coming. I wouldn't put it past them, but the only thing that that I keep coming back to is that the quests themselves, you know, path of the splicer quests. Mm-hmm. There's an actual mm-hmm. triumph that says complete 8 out of 8. Oh, okay. We are already at that point. Mhm. So, you know, and and there was another one of uh defeat the source of the endless night. You know, we've already completed that. Like, I am literally just one lore page away from finishing the seal for this season. Or finishing the triumphs for this season. Because I've gotten almost all the triumphs done. Wow. So, like, at this point, there's not much left. The only things that I see are actually still left in this season are collect all the pages and witness the final events of the season. That's going to be the epilogue that happens August 10th. So from now until August 10th, we have solstice, but no actual story Mm -hmm. for the season. So is the August 10th epilogue, is that like a live event? No idea. No idea. It's it's on the roadmap. Like the only thing that we know is that it's on the roadmap um and all it says is august 10th epilogue well i look forward to um getting i don't know all that story information when it happens it'll be good i can't wait but we'll we'll um we'll get to it we'll cross that bridge when it happens right you know, yeah. and and us That'd as a good. and us as a podcast, we decided not to do dive into beneath the endless night until it's complete, mm-hmm. until the last entry yep. can be obtained in the game. So, yeah, we potentially might not be covering it until August, just to warn everybody. <laughs> yeah, because we don't um we don't know when that is being obtained, so. But when you can obtain it in-game is when we'll start covering it. Yep. Or at least the week before you can obtain it. So yeah, it might not be until August, unfortunately. Because um, we are pretty, just to say it um, before we get into our Lore Network ad, um, and we've had, we've gotten a lot of comments from people like both of us separately and like us as a podcast in general. Um, we've gotten a lot of comments from people appreciative of the fact that we've not been covering spoilers. And, um, especially since Bungie has been so frivolous with their spoilers this season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they... Their PR team like tweeted a major story spoiler two days after you can do the actual mission in the game, which doesn't even allow for people to have done the actual mission yet. And it was the same day in the TWAB. It said, if you've not done the mission yet, we won't spoil it for you. But then the PR team <laughs> who runs their Twitter account, like, at Destiny too, or whatever. I think it's <laughs> at, at Destiny, Destiny the, game. the game. Yeah, fucking tweets like the major story spoiler. Like, guys, 
get on the same page, please. <laughs> like, come on, please. Like, at that point, I had already played it. But I sat there reading the tweet, getting frustrated. Because it's like, like, it, like, like you said, the story had just come out. Why it would you want to spoil came it? Out. Why spoil it that early? Like a lot of people, I had people who have who haven't been able to play it yet because they had work, right? Or time zones, right? Maybe. Like I have a lot of friends, like in Australia, who haven't been able to play it yet because it drops like later in the week for them. So they've not been able to play it yet because, you know, their reset is at like 3 a.m. Damn. Like it's not reset for them is not 10 a.m. Like it is for me. It's at like 3 a.m. Resets at a stupid time. Like, and, and I know that that's because they set it for a specific time and it just releases everywhere at that time. Yeah. But their PR should know that's the case and and even then like wait until after the first weekend you're able to do it. Right. You know? Like at least wait until like trials reset. Yes. So you know so people can actually have like time to you know at least time to get to the weekend cuz maybe they don't have time during the week to play. It, that was it's super that was what shitty. I was thinking. That's our our specific disc. If you're not in our Discord, our Discord has a specific role that says you cannot post about spoilers, like story spoilers for the week. If unless it's in this actual spoiler category, we have a spoiler room that doesn't show up unless you specifically ask for it. And like you can only post spoilers there. And then you can post anywhere else about spoilers after Friday reset. So when trials goes live is where you can post anywhere else about spoilers. But it gives people a chance to play during the week. About, you know, whatever. And um, unless it's a major release like Beyond Light and then you have to wait like a week. And then you have to, you know, wait yeah. the full week. Major, major expansions. The game. It's a full week. Or a week. Story mm -hmm. drops. It's it's just until trials reset on Friday. Mm-hmm. Because people have lives and they have kids and they have jobs. So we like to give them a couple of days to play the story if it's, you know, like a really good drop. If it's just if there's nothing, then we don't care. But you know, like the Corey mission that dropped this past week. Like that's a right. pr that's a pretty big spoiler, or like the one, or like when the corrupted missions started dropping, like, um, like, like my anybody who knew about I the got triumphs texted by, yeah, it, like anybody who knew about the triumphs knew that the corrupted missions were coming, but we didn't know what they meant. Mm -hmm. No, we didn't, and um. So my um so my partner who 
uh, is at ho- who is at home. So she plays right at reset. So she knew and she's like, do not get on Twitter. Do not look at Twitter. She's like, I have played it. I do not want you spoiled. Do not. And she plays everything before I do to make sure that I can play it because she knows what triggers my epilepsy and what doesn't. So she knows what's safe for me to play. (laughs) Which is really nice. Yeah. So she knows like what I can play and what I can't. Because I like to play all of them like by myself. I like to do all the content solo. When it drops. Because I like to just experience the story by myself. Oh, that must be nice. <laughs> it's, it is nice. Like, um, unless it's like a moon week. For, um, for the overrides. And she'll hop on my account and she'll do all the overrides for me. Um, before the expunge things. Because I can't do moon overrides. Gotcha. So she'll do those for me. Mm-hmm. Which is really nice. But yeah, so I mean it's it's shitty to spoil stuff. So we don't wanna the point that we're getting at, we don't want to spoil things. And so we've been really careful to not spoil things this entire season. So we want to if you guys are okay with that, we want to not spoil things for you in the future as well. Exactly. So definitely let us know. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Um, Send us an email or tweet at us. Or you can tweet at us separately. You can tweet at Alamist. He's a lot nicer than I am. (laughs) If you tweet at me, you're just going to get otter pictures back. Probably. That or um, don't be such a cunt. (laughs) (gasps) I would never... Are you kidding? That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's probably true. Lore Network ad? Lore Network ad. Mm. The Lore Network. Even in the darkest of places, the light will always find a way through. If you're like me, then perhaps you're looking for more in-depth conversation about Destiny lore. Welcome back, Guardians. My name is Trams87, and I craft bite-sized cinematic Destiny lore videos. So join me each week as I journey into some of the greatest mysteries of Destiny 2. You can find me on youtube.com forward slash trams 87 stay safe and godspeed why am i hearing the super mario galaxy music in my head i have no idea oh it's because it's playing on spotify (laughs) that makes a lot more sense Sometimes I wonder about you. <laughs> so, uh, brief intro to the topic. These weapons <laughs> drop from any source in the game. They're part of the world loot pool. 
you can also focus umbral engrams for these specific weapons. Um, while waiting for the final entries to Beneath the Endless Night, we wanted to cover these weapons because we can understand Lakshmi's motives and get a, a better picture of what's actually going on in her head. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read this first one. Um, this is a Pleiades character. What weapon is this? It's a scout rifle. Thank you. I was like, I know the name of the weapon, but I mean, like, <laughs> and I, like in my mind, I knew what it was, but I was like, I know this, but I don't know it. Thank you. Yeah, I, I believe it's that. an arc scout rifle. Yeah. Um, the flavor text reads. No, I don't think I'll tell you what it's for. That would be too easy. Latch me too. Supplemental report FWC 2298J Blackout. The Endless Night. What is it? What does it do? We may not have all the answers, but here's what we know. Remote scans of the endless night either failed to return data or returned contradictory data. This behavior suggested an emittance of electromagnetic disruption, which indicated that this is more than a simulation and projected over the city. Confirmation of this disruption had occurred at every probe sent into the clouds. Even shielded ones experienced acute electrical overload within seconds. Now, having confirmed the existence of the EM field, we have reached a new hypothesis in our reevaluation of our initial scans. We believe that we are not, in fact, receiving contradictory data, but a scrambling of our own scans, rewritten with new information. These scans are subsequently being bounced back to us and are infiltrating our systems via routing programs masquerading as collected data. Anyone wondering how they've managed to shut down our power distribution and water purification facilities without firing a shot needs look no further. They set a trap and we sprang it. This information absolutely must be aired to the rest of the consensus. Some of my colleagues believe the actual night visualization is meant to be a means of psychological warfare. Whether that is intended or not is unclear, though there has undoubtedly been an effect on the population, as reports of illness and sleep loss have spiked considerably. I've moved to cease all data collection, but I have repeatedly been overridden by higher clearances. I must, again, recommend that we sever all connections and terminate any data collection sweeps. We're digging our own graves otherwise. Whatever executive still has the uplink running, knock it off. You're playing with fire here. FWC, R&D head, Arshasad. Uh, so I was actually wrong. This is a solar scout. Um, but anyway, this is pretty much just them talking about, like, trying to figure out what the Endless Night is. Um, you know, they're running scans on it. They're using probes. And... They're getting all kinds of contradictory data, if they're getting data back at all. Uh, the thing that really stood out to me was 
you know, some of my colleagues believe the actual night visualization is meant to be a means of psychological warfare. Whether that is intended or not is unclear. But at, like we've seen in previous weeks, it's it is an actual effect. Um, I mean, heck, just look at that one poor Lixney who went into the ramen shop. Right. People are. I mean, it's. Um, people are lashing out, going crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, I have family that lives um, up in Fairbanks, and like I visited them when I was a kid for like extended periods of time. And like in the winter time, there is no sun <laughs> for extended periods of time. And it is uh, very sucky. <laughs> and in the summer, there's there is no darkness for extended periods of time, and it is again very sucky. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's the same kind of thing. So you get the same. It's I get it. Yeah, and, and like I understand why people are are you know, having that effect mm -hmm. or why that effect is happening to people. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at like the current situation of the world and, you know, all that we've gone through. And it's like, you guys couldn't live like two months with or three months with just no sun. Yeah. I've been stuck in my apartment for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to get on my level. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I I understand why things are are happening the way they are, but yeah, I would like to hope that human kind is more resilient than that. But I also I... but I also work in security, yeah. so I know that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Like, just think about the last year that we had and having to stay indoors for a year. Like, that takes a toll. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. Just, just mix that instead of staying indoors for a year, just not seeing this. I mean, that's the same, kind of the same thing as, like, not seeing the sun for a year. It is. Like, we went, we went weeks with not seeing the outside. Right. And like and that's, that really messes with and you. And that's what I'm getting at is that like, yeah, they're only going without right. sun for two or three months. From yeah. for me, like, I've seen it sporadically over the last year and a half. Yeah, me too. So like, the the time frame is is mm -hmm. vastly different because of different situations, but right, yeah. Yeah, I get it though. I I feel for them. I get it. Yeah, I think a lot of us have that same. And I think that might have also been what played into the story itself. Mm -hmm. You know, COVID hit. People were told, "Hey, work from home," so they literally have been yeah. in their apartments or their houses for. Yeah. At, at the point that this story was created, probably. A couple months. Right. 
and they were starting exactly. to feel the effects of it, and that might have been what mm-hmm. caused the actual story itself to develop the way it did. Right. Especially when you look at some of the other issues that were happening at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Should I continue on? Yeah, please do. And this is the number. If I remember correctly, it's an auto rifle. It's an arc auto rifle. And the flavor text reads, Ah, but which number? Why it and no others? Lakshmi 2. And the lore tab reads, Nexus Hardline Aperture Fork. Integration Logs. 1. Integration Failure. Firewall Rejection. 2. Integration Failure. Firewall Penetrated. Drone Lost. 3. Integration Failure. Feedback Explosion. Three fatalities. Expeditionary team decontaminated and awaiting medical clearance. Reassessing handshake parameters for network access. Four. FWC paracausal asset Riley deployed. Integration success. Collection exceeded physical memory allotment. Kill feed initiated. Unscheduled integration incident. Reach. Containment failure. Connection severed after 0.02 seconds. 5. Breach containment failure. Incursion suppressed after 3 hours. 92 fatalities. Containment and purge procedures under review. 6. Expeditionary team and asset MIA. Feeds corrupted. Connection open. Connection open. Connection open. So are they using the Oxa machine? That's what I Is that what's happening? I here? think that's what it is. Okay. I I I wasn't quite understanding. Because like I'm trying to happening. think of what other machines they would have that would need integration. Like I figured it was the that, yeah. Integration failure. So they were trying to integrate into the Vex network and then were rejected by the Vex network. And then maybe they penetrated the firewall in the Vex network and lost their drone. And then um, lost three people. Yeah, they lost three people in the, the third attempt. Yeah. Paracausal asset Riley deployed. Integration success collection exceeded physical memory allotment. See, the thing is, it par- seems like they're doing a lot of like really dangerous shit. Well, and and paracausal asset Riley—that's a guardian. That's that's a guardian, yeah. Um, so a guardian named so Riley. They could only. And went into the network. And collection exceeded physical memory allotment. The machine was too much for her. Yeah. It looks like so the lore tab was Nexus Hardline Aperture Fork integration logs. Do we see that anywhere else in in lore? That's what I'm looking at. I figured you were. 
Uh, let's see. Nexus pops up in Exo Stranger. 144 entries. Uh, look somewhere in um, the early. The decide. The towers Nexus ISO feed. Early D one. No. Um. That didn't do it either, because that brings up the the strike, the Nexus mine. It's the Vex Nexus, I think is what they're talking about. Could be. I think it's the Vex Nexus that they're trying to get into. So, so they're actually like trying to connect. They're to trying the, to get the into network. the. I think what they're mm, is that what they're trying to do. They're trying to oh that might be is that it. What they're oh, I think they're trying to oh oh is that? I think they're trying to splice into the Vex network where we're actually splicing into it because we're splicer tech and they don't have that, which would account for the failures and the casualties. But we have splicer tech, so we can do it easy peasy lemon squeezy. But they can't, so right. they keep dying. So Lakshmi and her people are trying to are trying to use their not splicer tech to get into the Vex Nexus, but we can do it because we have the splicer tech because we're working with the other people. But yeah, that's how she's spying on them. And spying on what we're doing and not getting the full picture because is that what this is? Is that how she's doing it and not seeing the full picture? But sort we of will find that doing? out. We will find that is, out. Is that what's happening here? We will find out specifically about that. Um, but what this is specifically talking about is the actual attempts that they have made i feel like that's what this is i feel like this is lakshmi attempting to do what we're doing with spicer tech but without spicer tech yeah i i think you're right on that and 95 people reported dead um 92 fatalities plus the three earlier yeah yep and then Oh, well, Lakshmi, you dumb bitch. And then the expeditionary team and the Guardian, Riley, MIA. So, like, it could potentially be more than just the 95 that we're, we're figuring. Jesus. So, almost 100 people dead because Lakshmi is trying to splice into the, the Vex network without splicer tech. Wow. <laughs> Watch me, you dumb cunt. But she can't come ask the Elixni for any of that. Nope. God forbid. Because she's made her position extremely known. <sighs> so, obviously, loss of life is alright as long as she doesn't back down from her principles. Yep. Do you want to continue? I'm on? just going to go ahead and read this. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to read this next one. It's cool. So let me continue. Okay, this is the vision. Um, this is a sidearm. The flavor text reads, Glory in the damage the right blast can do. Director Lakshmi 2, enough is enough. I know what you're using, and I'll be speaking with the Vanguard. 
The fact that you think you can interpret what has driven dozens to insanity doesn't give me a good deal of confidence in your decision-making abilities, and I can't keep my concerns internal any longer. We don't need another Sundaresh in the upper ranks. I don't care if you saw the Red War before it happened. What would you say of the several other unfruitful predictions you conveniently ignore now? I've listened to your speeches and read your many messages calling for support. I understand you believe the future is at, is at stake and we are supposed to do something about that. Fear over the fallen is not the future this organization was meant to combat. Your paranoia won't change my mind. My children were harassed in the streets today for daring to bring food to the Elixney Quarter. They came home in tears and I wonder how long until it becomes worse. I won't be a part of spreading that fear. I won't participate in splitting the city and turning it against itself. I'm well aware of the dangers posed by fallen houses, but the city remains strong because we stand together. You're a student of history. You know how the Iron Lords converted warlords into dutiful servants of the light. Lord Shax alone should speak to the value of that effort. If a fallen house wants to stand with us against their own, just like the warlords of old, just like Fallen in the Reef did, who are you to tell them no? Armies we can keep out. The Guardians will hold the wall. That danger is nowhere close to the death from within that you are stoking. If it all falls apart, just remember Mithrax didn't fire the first shot. You did. Consider this my resignation. Navarro. Shots fired by Lakshmi. Um, <laughs> Lakshmi, you suck. It, like, I really like this entry because it's it's showing that not all of the future war cult is siding with Lakshmi. Yeah. You know, some people are actually bringing logic into this rather than just emotion. And I can appreciate that. I, f- I feel like a lot of the future war cult isn't siding with Lakshmi, actually. For different reasons, but yeah. Right. It, like, I mean, as we saw with, with Arsha, you know, she's not siding with Lakshmi mm. because it's th- th- they by using that tech, they're opening themselves up for all kinds of issues. You know, like she says, mm-hmm. you're playing with fire here. And then there's the almost 100 deaths from the last entry, and then this one where a side i'm assuming that we don't even know if this is an actual like guardian or civilian or anything like that um right but this person's children are being harassed and yeah just for trying to be kind I mean, this this brings me back to that same lore tab, um, but or the same episode that we did. Um, it looks new, the big city. <laughs> but um, God, I love that title that you came up with. But um, but the different one, the one with um, with the brother uh, looking for yeah. his now missing um, brother, but with the guardian trying to save him. Um, and stepping in with all the people like cornering him and the guardian saying, you know, enough is enough. 
um, because they had, you know, someone brought a shotgun out and like shot at him for no reason. And all he was trying to do was find his brother who had right. gone missing. Right. It it was. And he, he had done nothing. And the, and the human who had shot at him um, was like, who was like just accusing him like, oh, well, you know, you're an elixir. Like you attacked my family. Like your people attacked like the freighter that like my family was on coming from Titan. Like, obviously, like, you're at fault. Like, fuck no, bro. Like, right. neither of you had anything to do with that. Like, right. He was, he had nothing to do with that. Your family, I'm sorry, was, was injured by their people, but n- no, you can't just willy nilly go after someone. And it's the same thing. Like, it's terrible. It's such a terrible situation. It is. She's not. She's stoking fear. It's awful. Well, and and, and these are poor children. Well, and and what better way to control the masses than with fear? Yeah. You know, you've got the endless night going on. You've got the vanguard who let, as far as the civilians know, enemies into the city. And and you've got Lakshmi who's telling you that, you know, yeah, they are the enemy. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's fear mongering. Yeah. I I just I hate when people harass children. Yes. Like it makes me so fucking mad. Like leave kids alone. I, I do agree with that. Like they are innocent. And And especially since all they were trying yeah. to do was just give them food. Yeah. Like they were trying to be kind and they were being harassed by their own yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is that is I the problem. It. I hate this. Yeah. You wanna move on to the next one? Sure. So we can hate that one too. <laughs> and this is the styrofoam variable. Sorry. Um <laughs> stochastic variable. Uh this is I'm sorry, the what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you call it the styrofoam variable? You have that written in here. <laughs> I do. Why? Because <laughs> you can't. I have had so many conversations with people, and they're like, "How the fuck do you say this?" And I, I just sit there, and I'm like, "All right, just call it styrofoam. It's the styrofoam variable." <laughs> what? You know what I call this one? Hmm. Trash. Yeah. I call it use a different SMG. Okay, keep going. Apparently it's the only SMG that has the possibility of three magazine perks. That's true. Anyway, this is the stochastic variable. The flavor text reads, however certain we are of our simulations, they always contain an element of unpredictability. Lakshmi too. <clears throat> and the lore tab reads, Lakshmi too. Faction head. Exo. Politician. One. The Elixni Quarter. Screaming. A crackling portal. Treachery. Fallen attack. We are being overrun. Where are the guardians? Two. The last city. 
the tower in ruins. Fallen scavengers sift the rubble. 3. The last city. Radioactive dust. Dark growths in the ruins. Where is the traveler? Mutated ghosts. 4. The Elixney Quarter. A crackling portal. Asher speaks. Fallen being attacked. Dead orbit overhead. Saint-14 besieged. FWC surrenders. 5. The Elixney Quarter. The Endless Night. A crackling portal. Mithrax firing wildly. The cult flees. Ikora triumphant. 6. The Elixney Quarter. A crackling portal. Snipers fire down. Blood runs in the gutter. An ether tank explodes. The Endless Night. Asher speaks. Those FWC traitors. 7. The Botsa District. A crackling portal. Fallen flee. FWC banners. Zavala is gone. Mithrax on trial. Lakshmi 2 looks over the crowd. Lakshmi 2. Head of state. Exo. Prophet. Savior. So she's probably using the um Yeah. These are all the from the Ox machine, machine to see Yeah, to see different um potential futures. And um they're all terrible. Well and and this is specifically the entry of why I wanted to do this episode. Mm-hmm. Because Everybody's calling Lakshmi a xenophobic, you know, asshole. And, but these are the visions that she has seen or that she has, has been given, you know, descriptions of because of the Oxen Machine. You know, these mm-hmm. are the prophecies that she has seen because of the Oxen Machine. And all of them are about the fallen surviving whatever attacks the tower or you know the the fallen being you know mithrax on trial zavala is gone you know a a lot of these are are about the fallen surviving whatever happens but it doesn't Mm -hmm. show humanity surviving all too well and that's the problem is that she's seeing this and she's like oh in every single one of these, the fallen are there. What if we remove the fallen from the city? Then these visions won't come true. Exactly. You know, it's that whole idea of if you can see the future and there's one small detail that is in every single vision, if you change that one detail, do those visions still happen? No. Right. Well, this is my problem with with seeing the future anyway is that it if you see the future that that implies that you don't have free will or and we've had this we've kind of had this discussion with like the dark future when we did that lore book yep um because that was many different futures and then 
the presence of one person can drastically change the future. Yeah. Like your guardian being there drastically changed the future. And that was just one person. Um, which, um, which Elsie Bray talks about saying that like, you know, you being there can prevent this dark future that she's been living through or how she's had to explain so many times and doing one different thing, like drastically changed the future, but it kind of always came back around to, you know, it being like Eris or it being like Anna or it being, you know, this person or this other person or this one thing or this other thing. Like she lived through that future so many different times but right. changing one thing could change it drastically. Like how many different times did she live through that? We don't know. It's the same kind of thing here. Exactly. And then you still have, you still have predictions from the infinite forest too, that Osiris lived through and saw like, they're just predictions. They're not, they're not truths. Right. Like, and, and that's, Again, like it, it all comes back to how people perceive that that idea. Yeah. Because Lakshmi yeah. is looking at these and she's like, Oh, these are the future. Whereas Just somebody else saw yeah. Whereas somebody else is gonna be like, Oh, these are a possible future. These are not set in stone. Right. Exactly. And just like the previous card said, so just because you saw the red war coming. And that was one possible future in many. Just because you got one possible future, right, doesn't mean all of your other possible futures that you thought could happen, happened. It's just like science, guys. I'm going to give you uh, an insight on science for a second. You know how much data is thrown out to make your data look good? So much. Scientists throw out so much data to make their data look good. It's fucking stupid. I'm guessing more than just like 80% of the data. Oh my god. When they're like, oh, my data looks amazing. Look how good my data looks. It's because they threw out not supposed more to. than half of it. It's they're, they're not supposed to do that. Everyone does it. And if they come at you being like, I never do that, bitch, yes you do. <laughs> Don't even start. Yes you do. Right. Everyone does it. Yep. Well, and and I'm gonna and read this, oh, especially the fact that this is only seven yeah. visions. Mm -hmm. You don't know how many yeah. they actually had. Oh yeah. I mean, they could have had no seven hundred. She could have had. Oh yeah, that's just the seven that are listed. Right. Yeah. Like, who knows how many? Right. And like. She's and the longer she's in there, like who knows how it affects her too. You know? Exactly. Um we mentioned this lore entry weeks ago. Weeks and weeks ago. Um this next lore entry is the decide, which is the shotgun. And in Day this aside. lore tab, there are a the day aside, whatever words. Um, so in this lore tab, there is a lot of um, binary of binary, and um, if you put it into 
uh, binary translator in on the internet, um, you're actually going to get musical notes out of it. And it plays the Moon is Made of Cheese song. It'll give you the notes for it. It's really cool, actually. That's It's really neat. I'm not going to read that. You can do it yourself. But it's in there. It's in the middle. This is the day aside. This is a shotgun. The flavor text reads, Believe in war and nothing else. Lakshmi too. Lore tab reads, Encoded private ping via HDN proxy router. Ikora thought you'd want to see this. It presents as binary in our systems, but something is splicing hashes in. I pulled it from the tower's nexus ISO feed. It's all over FWC networks and elsewhere. There are 11 binary entries here. Uh, all are the same entry. Um, the notes actually read as um, C-E-F-B-D-E-A. My guess is the lettering indicates some kind of audible tone code pattern, but I haven't listened to it. One of my subordinates has isolated minor pitch fluctuations represented here as uh, a hash. There are foreign elements to otherwise normal binary code. See attached report for archival information on binary code. A nor. Uh, the, the one thing I forgot to actually put in were the, the sharp notes um so it's like c sharp e f sharp <laughs> b sharp d uh if i'm actually doing this right but anyway um it it's her song like if you actually put these notes into anything it is her song as we are actually seeing um you know she, Anor pulled it from the tower's nexus ISO feed, which is what we were actually referring to in that very first entry. No, second entry. With all the, the deaths. Um, but it's been corrupted. So, my working theory, it, it hasn't exactly been 100% proven, but it's damn near there. Um, is that Savathun, and I, I hate the fact that it's an actual theory about her, um, but Savathun corrupted the Nexus feed and Oxy Machine. So Lakshmi saw what Savathun wanted her to see. So those visions that she saw were Savathun's doing, and they were specifically meant to create chaos and disorder and cause us to start fighting each other i think um it is a very clever way to insert um Sabathun's song into this season's lore tabs like i loved how this was caught and put into all of this right i love this so much like, as a musician, I love this so much. Right. Like, 100%, I love this. I think there might be one missing. I think there might be, too. But, anyway. um, 
Yeah, like it's it's it was a clever way of of saying, oh, she's behind it. But I'm also looking at this like I hate the fact that it's theory crafting about her because it's only giving her strength. And like that that definitely plays into the whole issue because Lakshmi mm-hmm. is working off of certain information come to find out it's been tampered with and like there's nothing that anybody can really do because good luck trying to convince her she thinks what she's doing is trying to save humanity but she's going about it the wrong way from what we see and she's playing right into the witch queen's hands like it's it makes me angry but at the same time i'm like i totally see this i like i can't be mad about the way they went about it to be honest like right like i'm not mad at how they went about it i'm mad at that they just it's her (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're mad that it's you're mad that it's savathun I'm mad that it actually is her I this mean, time. You're <laughs> you were hoping it was somebody else. I was hoping that it was it was just you know it it would have been more interesting if it actually was like possible futures and not just manipulated possible futures. Right. Because then it's like okay, so are we actually going to you know, make our own fate as guardians, or are we mm-hmm. going to fall into the traps that, you know, the future has deemed for us? Mm-hmm. Whereas this route, it's like, it's Sabathun! And it's, like, I totally get it, but at the same time, I'm just like, Mrr. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Jeez. So yeah, I have opinions. <laughs> I know you do. I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens in the end. I don't know. We'll see. I I do like this entry the best, though, because they went so far out of their way to, um, to do this. Yeah. And made the lore community, you know, go through different websites to see what it was and put it into instruments and play it and discover what's the mood that it's made of cheese music. I I kind of feel like Raid Secrets had a hand in this as well. I mean yeah, but I don't I heard about this from a non pig. He's the one who told me about it. Yeah. So because I don't typically read the lore on weapons until like towards the end of the season because I get bored that I'm like, I should read the lore on the weapons because I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> so, but I know he reads it like the first day of the season. Cause he reads all the lore, like the first day of the season. So I'm glad he read it because this is really cool lore. It, it is. This is really cool. So I'm glad he did. So thank you. Anon. And the one thing I want to point out, it's our favorite warlock who's reporting this. I know. I kind of feel like whenever they're they're going so to have cool. 
some kind of dark relic reveal, it's going to be a Noor. Oh, man. I love a Noor. God, what's she even up to lately? Well, and, and, and like, I have nothing against a Noor. Like, I personally have nothing against the character, aside from the fact that she mm-hmm. tried to make us choose, and nothing really ever came of that decision. Like, right. there was no consequences, no anything, aside from hurt feelings. I know. But that aside, really? like, I like this. I do, too. Anyway, you have a favorite weapon from this set that you like to use? Since we don't have a favorite card, really. Or do you have a favorite card? I like the actual visions. Yeah, the visions are cool. Like, the visions were really cool to read. Um, Because it's, like, all broken up, and, like, you're getting little pieces of these visions throughout the actual reading. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it's it's not like a whole picture kind of thing. So, like, you're putting it all together and it, it was cool. It, it was like being an actual character in the Oxen machine, you know, witnessing these visions. But that being said, like, what they see is so fragmented that Mm-hmm. Good luck trying to piece it all together. Right. Like, it was cool, but I, at the same time, I'm like, oh my god, I would not want to have that be my entire life. <laughs> yeah. I can understand why it drives people to insanity. What about you? Do you have a favorite entry? I think... I think I really liked um, all of the trying to splice in and failing (laughs) like it's i mean i didn't like all the 95 people dying but like watching their failures like it's kind of funny right mainly because like i get i understand like the failures because i've failed at tons of things many times oh yeah like i feel that yeah I I definitely feel that too. Determination to not fail, like I understand that, (laughs) like a deep level. But like, there's a difference between determination to not fail and killing a hundred people. Okay, yeah, maybe, um, maybe like more of like a Ganbate don't fail kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't really like this isn't really like a tennis team is gonna go to like you know. We're going to go to nationals. I've been watching a lot of anime lately, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't like a slice of, a slice of life. Like, we're going to go, like, <laughs> we're going to go save the day because our our tennis team is going to win quarterfinals at the whatever chicken coop tournament thing. I, I'm not I asking. I <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Don't ask. I'm not. Fucking, I have no idea. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> ask. Um, you know what? Th- this isn't the same thing because people aren't dying when they play tennis, unless it's weird tennis anime. Death um, tennis. But these people are dying. But <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you have any shout outs? Uh. <laughs> shout out. Slide right shout out to my raid team because we are going into <laughs> VOG Master as soon as it comes out. And as soon as, you know, people get home from work and all that. So, yeah. Shout out to my, my VOG Master raid team. What about you? Um, I uh, shout out to me going back to Symphony in the fall. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> Yay. So, this is shout out to myself. <laughs> shout out to future me getting my violin back out and remembering how to play violin. Well, you know, the first four <laughs> letters of Symphony are simp. Um, <laughs> it's spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, <laughs> so this is the part of the episode we like to give special thanks. The artwork for this episode is courtesy of Volshock B on Twitter. That's at Volshock B. The music in this episode is copyright Bungie. We're able to use that under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. And if you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They are the resource I use for making show notes. Thank you, Baxter. And for looking stuff up randomly during the episode. Thank you, Baxter. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Baxter. Uh, for reminders, you, you can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore, at heyitsorchid, or at i underscore am underscore elemist. You can email nailed us. It. You know, every time you say nailed that, people are going to assume that that's part of the handle. Yep. That's the nailed problem. It. Nailed it. You can email us at guardians. I don't say it every time. You say it enough. <laughs> uh, you can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review, and if you leave us a review, let us know about it. Um, you can also do that by jumping into our Discord. The invite is down in the episode description. Yay, do it. So, Dare say you. goodbye. Bye. Until next time. Take when care. we'll say hello again. <laughs> I don't know how I feel Have about a good that. Day. Take care. What? Bye, love you, bye. Which indicated that this is more than a simulated projection. Words. I totally know how to do words. Sounds kind of painful. I'm going to read. I know. I I would not want to do words. (laughs) I mean, this would be kind of spiky. (laughs) Right up in your hoo-ha. Exactly. Especially since I don't have a (laughs) hoo-ha. can make you one no thanks okay oh god i'm gonna reread that which indicated that this is more than a simulated project we believe that we are not in fact receiving contradictory data but a scrambling of our own scans rewritten 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 with new information expeditionary